This is Brother Joe, and with Ilo, just uh, brother in Christ, because you are a brother or sister in Christ. Uh, I want to share some scriptures with you today, uh, and um, one of the things I want to share with you is uh, King David, Solomon writes in First um, Kings, I believe it's chapter 3, he writes about how much God loves his dad because he worships him in truth and righteousness. And so to worship him in truth, the truth, the Bible is the truth. The gospel is the truth. And so, uh, you know, he, he, he looked at the letter of the law, he looked at the Hebrew text, and he lived for the Lord in righteousness and obedience, brothers and sisters. And uh, it says that he sh God showed King David mercy because of this. And uh, you can look it up on your own and see in chapter 3. And it's beautiful. We all need God's mercy. We all have God's mercy through the grace, the amazing grace that He sent His Son to die for our sins. And so, there's every church has their own little doctrine. I don't mean like it. But Christ's doctrine is the important doctrine that we need to learn. And it never changes. God's the same yesterday, today, forever. So we're going to go over some scriptures about Christ's doctrine. And uh, if anybody teaches you anything different than Christ's doctrine, find a different church. Alright, brothers and sisters. So the first one we're going to look at is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3 and 4. It says, Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. And that he was buried and that he arose again on the third day according to the scripture. You see, that's the key to salvation. Christ died, was buried, and arose. There's, there's religions out there, the Muslims believe that Jesus was prophet. They believe that he went to heaven without dying. But they don't believe he died, that he was buried. That's very important, brothers and sisters, because without that, nobody dies and arises. You understand? So, we believe that, we know that in our heart, mind, and soul, and we too will live with Christ forever. This is very important. That's first step to Christ's doctrine. So it doesn't change. Now we'll move to uh, Colossians. Uh, chapter 1, 15 through 18. He is the image, talking about Jesus, Yeshua. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, and are in heaven, and that are on earth, visible and invisible, at the angels, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and by him and for him. And he is before all things. You see, Jesus Yeshua was here with God, the Father, before anything is created. And in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body of the church, who is the beginning and the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. You see, so God the Father and His only begotten Son are in existence forever and ever. And they create everything. 
Okay? So we go from there. In the old text, Moses, Moses predicts Jesus coming. Moses said, you know, he's a great prophet. And in Deuteronomy 18.15, he says, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your midst, from the Jewish community, and your brethren. Him you shall hear. So Moses predicts him. And we read in Acts chapter 3.23, And it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. So here he's, uh, he's talked of as like a prophet. Right? So we know that he's not just a prophet. He's a king. He's our savior. He's our high priest. What do we see next? In Zechariah 99, it is, it is prophesied by Zechariah that Jesus is going to come on a mule. It says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just having salvation lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, a fowl and a donkey. That, that, that very thing happens, right? On Good Friday, he comes on the donkey at meek. Uh, he is accused of blasphemy, and he takes it. He takes it for us. He dies for our sins. He comes in human form as a prophet. But he's God himself to begin with. He's part of God, the Trinity. The Trinity, brothers and sisters, is difficult to understand. But take an egg. You have an egg. There's three elements. You have the shell. You have the white part. You have the yolk. Okay? You have God the Father. You have Jesus. And the Holy Spirit. When he goes to heaven, he leaves the Holy Spirit with us, who is mediator and intercedes for us. We can talk straight to God in Yeshua's name. It's powerful, powerful. Now we say, well, the Trinity is it in the Bible. It is in the Bible. It's 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 called the Godhead. There's this. I really like this this prophecy about the donkey. I was watching uh, uh, a testimony of a pastor. His name is Pastor Guy Cohen. If you're Jewish and you're thinking about being a Messianic Jew, but you're on the edge, Google him. See his testimony. Okay? It's an amazing testimony. It's a great testimony. He reads this exact scripture, I think, when he's 13. Later on, when he becomes an adult, he realizes that, whoa, Jesus comes on a donkey. Okay? So... You know, it's all there. The Old Testament, the New Testament, the Old Text, the New Covenant. It's all there. You just have to read the Bible. We need to read the truth to follow in righteousness. We need to read the Bible so we can know how to please God and do His will. That's, that's what we're supposed to do. People want to talk about what's their purpose in life. Every genuine Christian's purpose is to please God and do His will. That's what Jesus was doing. Okay? When Jesus is baptized, the sky opens up, and the Father says, This is me, but my beloved Son, whom I am well pleased. You see? Jesus pleased God. 
so, you know, when the transforma transformation, Jesus takes Peter, John, and James up to a mountain. And they actually witness Jesus in his glory. All right? He's shining like uh, brightness. Moses and Elijah come and visit and talk with him. And Peter says to Jesus, let me make a tabernacle for, for, for Moses, for Elijah, and for you. But God the Father, in the sky, in a white cloud, speaks out boldly and loud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And in the Bible, there's an exclamation mark after that. You see, Peter was trying to make Jesus equal prophet to Moses and Elijah. He's not evil. He's God Almighty coming in human form to die for our sins and to show us and to talk to us and to teach us about God the Father and the things that we need to do to please Him and do His will. And then what? Die for our sins. Not for His. His. For our sins. So we are internally grateful. And we need to take this grace with sovereigns. Okay? It's like a coin. A coin is worth lots of money. And they pass it down to each generation. Okay? But it's the same thing. This grace, this new covenant, this uh, love that they've shared with us so that we can live forever and ever in the kingdom of heaven, we got to share it with others. First with our family members and our friends and our strangers. Because God says, love everyone as yourself. If you love everyone yourself, you're going to help them, brothers and sisters. I always say this. If you're going down the street and you see somebody who is dying on the street. He just got hit by a car. Are you going to go and help him? Of course. It's the same thing, brothers and sisters. Many people are dying eternally. They're going to die eternally and worse, they're going to be sent to hell. Hell fire is a real place. Where the worm doesn't die, the worm is the soul. That means they're going to feel pain and suffering forever and ever and ever, brother. It's for eternity. That's forever and ever and ever. Torment for eternity. Brothers and sisters, please, please, help bring other people to Christ. And, uh, and we'll all be with them in heaven. So remember to pray up and read up every day. And keep the love of Jesus to shoe in your heart. And we'll all be with him someday. Forever and ever in the kingdom of heaven. Amen.